you say you want commitment from him. And what I'm trying to say to you is when people show you who they are, believe them. If you want to be single, then just be single. And if you want to be in a committed relationship, choose someone who's not going to cheat. Here is today's case. I got Stephanie out of her, uh, her pad and moving with me, but apparently her family follows her wherever she goes. He's the one who invited them over. So you mean to tell me they're there and not working? Exactly, all they do is just stay there playing the computer game, inviting friends to come over, have tequila, music. Boom, 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 boom. I did approach the family members and I did inform them that they need to pull that down. But at the end of the day, it is your family. When it falls on someone's shoulders, Miss Alamon, it's yours. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Faith Jenkins presiding. Your Honor, as you know, for the first time on Divorce Court, we have a virtual audience and it's filled with your super fans. Today's super fan of the day is Sarah from Glendora, California. Sarah, welcome to Divorce Court. We're so happy to have you joining us today. Your Honor, this is the case of ailment versus ailment. Thank you, Juan. Mr. Edwin Alleman? Yes, ma'am. You have brought your wife, Miss Stephanie Alleman? Yes, Your Honor. To divorce court today, the two of you have been married for 16 years. And you say the relationship has now reached a breaking point after all this time. Yes, Your Honor. Yes, why, don't, Your Honor. why don't I start with you, sir? Tell me what's going on here. Well, Your Honor, uh, technically I'm just fed up with the whole situation which is happening at the moment. I got Stephanie out of her, uh, her pad and moving with me, but apparently her family follows her wherever she goes. Mm -hmm. So that means uh, uh, her family comes into my place and they keep on staying in my place and, uh, it's, and they use it like if it's a motel or something. So this keeps coming and going and, uh, and it's been like this for, a, for, a, for several years now. Really? So it's not like it just happened overnight. Mm -hmm. So let me tell you, I met Stephanie back in the days on uh, 2002 and I met it through a co-worker of hers. So after like six months or anything, we decided to go for something serious. At the meantime, she was having issues with, with her family. So, so I, I, so I want to hear yeah. more about this, and I, and I have a feeling you're going to tell me yeah. more about it. <laughs> but I want to hear from Miss Miss Elliman, ma'am. He, yeah. he says it's a revolving door in your home at this point. <laughs> What's going on? Why why do you think you're here in divorce court today? Well, Your Honor, um, I'm glad you asked. And the thing is that with Edwin, um, he's the one who invited them over. I left um, my family home to move in with him because it was very serious um, and I was very happy for 12 years. But then the situation changed with my family and he invited them over. All he's, of them? He's the one individually from time to time he would invite them over to stay with us because of their situation. So now he's bringing it up and I'm the one that, way hey, you invited them over. Is that true? I didn't invite him over, like, like to stay forever. Oh. I mean, if someone's gonna stay at my pad, I mean, obviously I'm gonna give him the hand, but if they're gonna be like staying there forever, I'm like, hello, dude. Um, one day, you, of course, you gotta come out of your cave and you gotta go do your own life. Let me make sure I understand. There was some members of Miss Stephanie's family. Correct. That fell on some hard times. Yes, ma'am. And they asked to come and stay with you. Well, they don't need a help. They need and I help. just wanted to give them the little hand so they can uh, stay with us for like a few days okay. so they can recover. Okay, a few days. Yes. And you're saying the few days has turned into what? Now it's been months and years. 
How many people, how many members of her family have been living with you over the course of the last several years? We're talking about, like, five, six people. Mm -hmm. Five or six people? Yeah. Wow. And so, have you asked them to leave? I give them the hint. Hey, bro, when are you gonna start working? I mean, I see you laying around, ma making a mess in the kitchen, not clean up. So, you mean to tell me they're there and not working? Not contributing? Exactly. All they do is just stay there playing the computer games and, and, the, and the PS and spending time sleeping over and everything, inviting friends to come over, have tequila, music, boom, 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 boom. I mean, all, all kind of things like that. And then they even wake me up at 3 in the morning. Really? Yeah, and so, then I go out telling something, hey, bro, you know, can you, like, keep it cool or something? They're all playing tequila, you know, drinking and everything. And they say, oh, yeah, sorry, bro, we're gonna put it down a little bit, you know, we're gonna keep it quiet a little bit. I go back into the room, and all, all they do is, like, a couple of minutes later, boom, 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 Again. At 3 o'clock in the morning. At 3 o'clock in the morning. And what do you have to say about this? Actually, I did put a stop to that as well, because I was also in bed when that happened. So I did approach the family members, and I did inform them that they need to pull that down, and they do need to go to work, and they need to either go to work or go to school. And has that I happened? Did. Um, well, they're on the process due to... Uh, it's for the process. It's been five years. Yes, it has been five years, mm -hmm. but it, during those five years, things have changed. And so there's always something that happens. And so I did mention to Edwin, hey, you're the one who brought them over. You need to also talk to them. You can't have just myself talk to each individual. Well, actually, he can, because they're your family. They're your family. And there's a big difference in inviting people to come in, which is a nice and generous thing to do when someone's fell on hard times for a few days, mm -hmm. versus people who take advantage of those few days and never leave over the course of five years. And they haven't done anything to try to improve their position, because five years... If you're telling me over the course of five years they haven't contributed financially, they haven't been working, and they're playing music at 3 o'clock in the morning, not only are they not really trying, but they're also not respecting the boundaries in your home. Well, so, actually, it is your family. Mm -hmm. Despite the fact that he was generous enough and nice enough, this is not something he should be criticized for, mm -hmm. because he said, okay, and allowed them to come and live with the two of you. But at the end of the day, it is your family. Mm -hmm. And so... When it falls on someone's shoulders, Miss Alamon, it's yours mm -hmm. to set those boundaries and set those restrictions. Because I promise you, if you did after your husband has told you this is a problem for us, the, t the situation would be resolved. It would be very different. They're not doing anything different because it's not being required of them. She started doing all these multi-level schemes. Like a pyramid? Like a pyramid. But the thing is, like, these people that cannot afford it, so she pays for them. So she pays for them to get into the pyramid? Exactly. This is another situation where you are providing for other people. Now it's not your house, now it's the pyramid. What is your maiden name? Um, Delgado. Delgado. The Delgado family has moved into the Alamon home. Yes. Correct. So I am asking you, when is the Delgado family going to move out? Actually, I did bring that one up with Edwin, and I told him, look, they cannot afford it, but I can. So what we can do is I can actually provide for them, but you're going to actually provide for me because I cannot afford to be having two places because at the situation, they're not able to. And so they're relying on me. Well, the problem is there's a revolving door. The Delgados need to know that they, they have to find another place to go. So I did offer that. I did tell 
Edwin that I can actually provide for them until they're able, their situation is gone. And what is the issue with that, sir? Well, I'm saying it's like, well, what do you mean I gotta, you gotta provide for them? I'm like, the marriage is just you and me. Mm -hmm. It's like A and B, now C, D, E, F, G, H, I. And mm -hmm. continue with the whole alphabet. Yeah. It's supposed to be just A and B. So if, if we live in our own place, why are we gonna deal with the other people too? Mm -hmm. I mean, they got their own things too. They're, like you said, Your Honor, you, they're already grown people. Why can't they just go get a job? It's like the grocery, well, at one time, and we go to the grocery store. I mean, they're supposed to at least pay for something of the grocery, or maybe they pay for the grocery, and we're supposed to pay for like the, uh, like, uh, like the other stuff. The arrangement was that they will provide the main meals, and we will provide the snacks since we're paying for all the electricity and the other And did bills. that happen? Yes, that has been happening. However, um, the fight and the arguments that have been happening is that he is not um, helping with anything. It's actually the whole family who's taking care of everything. And so they're bringing out, great, you guys are taking advantage of the poor. We barely have anything to bring in. And how do you want us to move He's out? He's taking and advantage of the poor that's living in his house. That's what they're, they're saying. He's taking advantage of them. That's what this, that's really? the fight. That's the fight. That's the Delgado philosophy. That's the fight. <laughs> Mr. Alleman. Yes. Do, do you work, sir? I'm on, on doing a, a part-time at the moment. Okay. But you were full-time, in, independent contractor, right? Yes. And has, has your work situation changed because of the pandemic? Yeah, it has. Okay. And are you working? Yes. You're working full-time as well? Yes, ma'am. Yes, Your Honor. But the problem is that she keeps spending too much money too on herself. Mm. So there's then... an issue with the finances in the house as well. What's going on with that, sir? Well, I mean, she started doing all these multi-level schemes. She's like a pyramid. Too. Like a pyramid? Like a pyramid. Okay, and so what's going on with that? So what's going on is that she gotta get people underneath her and keep on going and going, but mm -hmm. the thing is like these people that cannot afford it, so she pays for them. So she pays for them to get into the pyramid? Exactly. I thought the whole point of the, the pyramid setup was you recruit people to come in underneath you, so you move up in the pyramid. Well, right. that's the idea, but like, like I said, she keep on doing that so that way she can get the points and she can get supposedly a, a profit out of that, but, but you're she's not the just, one spending the money for them. But you're not just recruiting, you're paying for them to come in. Actually, Your Honor. Yes? The way that I've been doing it is that I've been assisting them and they're, they're paying me back. And so I told him, look, this person can't do it right now, but they're going to be paying me back on Friday. So I'm just helping them because they're asking if I can help them. And I said, yeah, sure. This is another situation where you are providing for other people. Now it's not your house. Now it's the pyramid. <laughs> you appear as if you're providing for everyone except your husband. The two of you have been married for 16 years. This is it. This is the breaking point that he said he's reached. And I am looking at you because this is your family. So you have to draw the line. Do you understand? Yes, ma'am. This is not a majority decision. This is a singular decision, mm -hmm. and it is up to you. If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Miss the show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and follow us on social media for exclusive content. How much money do you say she put into the pyramid? She put a lot. She put probably more than 5,000 bucks. Mm. There was even occasions that our account was that actually even negative. That is a lot. But they have the money for the rent sometimes. Wow. So you, you're saying she didn't make this money back? 
I didn't see it. Actually, we don't have account together anymore because well, he we decided, had it together, but it got all withdrawn. He decided it. So, well, of course, because so, it's, it's the Delgado Fund at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so, because of situations like that, I decided to tell him, you know what? If we're gonna be going out and you can't take me out. I would rather you use my credit card when we go out to eat because it's very embarrassing to me that I have to be paying for us. So there was a couple occasions, specifically one, where we went out to a nice, very, very nice um, Italian restaurant mm -hmm. in our city. And um, we had a great time, dinner was wonderful. We asked for the check and so um, I gave him my card. And so the, the waiter just looked at me and said, oh, it's one of those. I didn't like that. Okay, I pay for my family, okay. I pay for my friends and they pay me back and that's fine. But then I have to pay my husband too to go out? So you're saying- him taking me out? Well, first of all, the server was way out of line if he made a comment about who was paying for what. Mm -hmm. But you're saying that when the two of you go out, is it that the money, you want the money to come out of her account? Or you're just not paying for dates? What, what are you saying exactly? I'm not a gigolo, so- I mean, obviously, it's like, like the way she said it, she only pays a couple of times. Out okay. of all the other thousand times, that one has been paying is me. Mm -hmm. You know, I get the sense that Mr. Alleman is not this stingy person. He comes across as very generous, given that the Delgado family has lived in this house for the last five years. She even bought $2,000 a spot machine lately. A spot machine? Yeah, for she $2, uses it for her friends and stuff. She said she's gonna make some money out of that. She just bought one of those two, and what happened? She, she told me she's not even charging my friends at the moment. I'm like, what do you mean you're not even charging your friends at the moment? I can't just charge people by anything and then just say, oh, I'm gonna start charging people to come to my house. That is what most people do, actually, And so Ms. I'm Alleman. not comfortable with that. But I she's rather, already certified. I, I am certified. However, I would like the training. Ms. Alleman, Ms. Alleman, you pay for your friends to come into the pyramid. That's not how that works. No, it's not. And then you, you buy a spa machine because this, this is what you want to do. And you don't just give your friends a discount. You say they don't have to pay anything. You should at least be doing something to cover the costs or the machine. That's just good business sense. Mm -hmm. But since you are investing in pyramid schemes, I would imagine good business sense is not what we're talking about here. Mm -hmm. The two of you have been married for 16 years. That yes, is a yes, long sir. time. We don't see a lot of marriages in, in, in divorce court that have lasted for this long. I hate that the two of you have ended up here. Well, hello, at this Your point. Honor. I caught her doing a couple other things that I didn't even like at all. You know, like, for example, she would be calling sweetie, honey, sweetheart, uh, people at her job. And I even asked her, why are you calling these people sweetie, honey, all those kind of things like that? And she said, oh, because my coworkers do it. So I'm like, wait a minute, so if you co coworker are jumping the thing, you're gonna jump too? <laughs> hello? As soon as I saw that this was an issue with him, I stopped that. Okay. Because it was a big problem and he felt that it wasn't right. So okay. I said, okay, if you don't feel comfortable, fine. These were just terms of endearment you That's were it. using with your, with your coworkers, but you stopped that. So, Correct. So we made, a, we made like a deal. We made like a deal that supposedly she's not gonna do it no more. You think she's trying to do better on that front, sir? That's not the main issue. Exactly, and she was always on the phone, she was on the computer and everything. And I'm just like, you know what? I need to see what exactly what she's doing. They're phoning her computer and so much. And I caught her with doing emails and things like that. She kept on email this whatever friend doctor from her job and stuff like that, you know? And even had pictures in that that were together hugging. You just friends? Just well, friends? And, and friends. she's like, we're just friends. But I mean, you're not like this with, with your friends. <laughs> That's what you saw? Yeah. 
What kind of pose was that? Well, that's exactly what I'm saying. What, what, were you posed like that? It was just one of those poses when you're with your friends that you're just hugging or you're just like this type of thing. That's the type of pose. It's not a big deal to hug a friend and take they're not, pictures. They're not having we're, like not, a... we're not doing anything Honor, intimate okay. or anything like okay. that. I think like I've heard friend. enough. I think I've heard enough. And Thank you. We have much bigger issues that we've got to resolve in order for, you say, this marriage to go not just another 16 years, another six months, according to you. Correct. And it starts with, ma'am, his issue with your family being in the home is a valid issue. He married you. And I know people say when you marry someone, you marry their entire family. It doesn't mean literally you and the entire family living in the same home. And from everything I've heard today, your family has taken advantage of his kindness. And your family has taken advantage of the home that the two of you have. And he simply wants his space back. Mm -hmm. Now, it's been five years. He said these are grown, able-bodied people who've gone in and out like a revolving door in the home. So you have to draw the line and say, enough is enough. Mm -hmm. And stop making excuses for them because that's why they're there and that's why they're not abiding by the boundaries because you refuse to set them and when there are no consequences, they're not going to act accordingly. And I am looking at you because this is your family. Mm -hmm. So you have to draw the line. Do you understand? Yes, ma'am. It is not your responsibility to pay for another place for them to live. He's saying that's taking money out of your household. That's not your responsibility. I'm going to need you to be willing to devote as much to your husband as you are to your family and your friends. Mm -hmm. This is it. This is the breaking point that he said he's reached, and it's been 16 years. And I don't want you to think I'm just coming down on you unfairly. But I listened to this case objectively, and the things he said today, they are valid. They have to be addressed. And that's what he's saying. Because when you've heard it from him, it hasn't been enough. As an independent arbitrator, I'm telling you based on what I've read and what I've listened to today. This is not for you to go home and take a vote with the Delgado family. This is not a majority decision. This is a singular decision, mm -hmm. and it is up to you. Good luck to both of you. Thank you. Thank you. When Judge Faith said about the consequences, that really touched me because it's actually the... Uh, something that we have to set some boundaries. When Judge Faith said that I needed to um, step in with some boundaries at home, I'm just gonna have to figure that out with Edwin. Yeah, it's just not my responsibility to find, uh, find a place for their family. They're already grown up adults. When we get home, we're gonna have to talk about this just between Edwin and I, and um, we're gonna figure out where to have my family go. Isn't that, this is not a Roach Motel. It's like, you guys gotta find a place to live. You're a grown up. 